Nightmon, you can flee the country. You can change your name. You can have a Coke balloon bust in your butt and go out and fight werewolves. <laughs> but nothing. <laughs> Save you from the watch list. I'm sorry. That's the cold medicine. <laughs> See, we're I'm all sick here at the watch list. <laughs> yeah. Jess yeah. is hacking up along. People on their, their stupid sick bugs. People are nasty. Yeah. We need a new plague. That's what we need. We need half of these people gone. Yeah, exactly. Just like wipe out some of the population. All the people with no hygiene. Yeah. And all the stupid people. That'd be good too. I'm fine with that. Yeah. All the and then the world will be better. People. <laughs> Where do they all come from? Everywhere. Everywhere. Well, Holly will be joining us in a little bit. Uh, I was in Toronto over the weekend. Yes. How was your con? It was good. It was good. Uh, Toronto is, is different. Canada is different in general. I haven't been to Canada since I was 19 years old. Same here. Cruising Olet AF. Like it was something hot. <laughs> hot to trap back then. You're like, ooh, I'm fancy. I'm all Deltish and I can drink. Mm-hmm. I was here, fancy, in huh? Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, now I was balls deep in Canada. Four hours deep in Canada. Wow. To, it, it, they say Toronto. I say Toronto. 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 And Jason Clark of An Elegant Weapon, who is a syndicate of um, Podcast Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were at his house and it was myself, Travis McIntyre, editor-in-chief of SourcePoint Press, Jay Fosgett, uh, who also works for SourcePoint Press. And uh, we stayed over his house and um, we were all in a circle and he goes, can anybody else hear that? Like, am I the only one that thinks she has an accent? Like, a really strong Midwestern accent, like she's almost from Chicago. And they was like, no, no. And Travis is like, well, she got that downriver accent, like a hillbilly. <laughs> is, like, he from, uh, is he from Toronto? Yeah, DJ is very much Canadian. Oh, gotcha. Uh, so he's like, am I the only one hearing this? I'm like, I don't know. So I'm, I'm like, I want to listen to myself and hear what you're hearing. How do I sound different? I, th- I think that's cool that I have an accent, yeah. maybe. Right and, now you got a sexy voice. Now, speaking of sexy voices, <laughs> Holly Ogden just walked in. She's about to bust open a can of Mountain Dew and a can that? of whoop ass. <laughs> and she got her Slim Jims, too. Look at her. She's like ready for war. She's a survivalist. <laughs> she has. She could probably uh, live desperate off times of Slim Jims. for desperate measures. It's true, man. And her basement is like eight cases of them in case anything happens. Just thank you that they're right next to the guns and ammo. We got slim jams for years. I really have a macho man down there. (laughs) I don't. I don't know why I thought that was a sex reference. (laughs) I. It is the cold. It's the cold medicine, man. See. Jess is dying. I'm losing my voice. He didn't die. He's in my basement. (laughs) (laughs) He stopped the apocalypse from happening because Macho Man died the same day that Harold Camping predicted the world would end. So he went up there and he choked Slam Jesus. And he's a decent lover. Who would have thought? Really? (laughs) How did you know? Did he have a sex tape? I told you he's in the basement. Speaking of sex tape. (laughs) Speaking of sex tape and wrestlers. Breaking news. Paige from WWE had a sex tape leaked today. About 12 seconds long, but it's enough to uh, raise some eyebrows because it happened to be one of the dudes from A New Day, which is like all the kids love 
the New Day tag team. They all they're all about positivity. They wear unicorn horns. They make people laugh. Of course, she was screwing one of those dudes, and she's like super pale, like whiter than me, on top of the blackest dude ever for twelve seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm dying to see seconds. it. It literally was twelve. Seconds. It was a twelve second leak video. Apparently, she was hacked. I'm gonna put that in quotations. But you know, I think people that really just stopped giving shit about her, and uh, she needs something to uh, raise some eyebrows. I don't know. That's what everybody does for publicity. Like that's why everybody like learned about Kim Kardashian. Before that, she was just like. Paris Hilton's water bottle holder. Right, know? she was her closet organizer, and then she was yeah. screwing a Ray J. <laughs> water bottle yeah. She was. All <laughs> <laughs> my water, Kim. <laughs> Best known for water, that sexy water bottle holder. And everybody was like, oh my God, Kim Kardashian, we know who you are now. She was like, I'm so mad that happened. I can put the face to the water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> to the center console. Form of... <laughs> Cup holder next to gear shift. Whose birthday was it? There's balloons in here. I don't know. I have no clue. I walked in yesterday and there's balloons for everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the watch list. I leave for like a day and there's weird stuff everywhere all the time. I'm just like, okay. I don't know. Thanks, guys. Yeah. We're stars. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. Uh, so well, let's jump into some weirdness, huh? I want to talk about some Let's toilet paper. Weird. What? <laughs> Toilet paper. We're getting that weird. Oh, we're, we're getting weirder than that. <clears throat> According to theguardian.com, wiping out crime, face scanners placed in public toilet to tackle loo roll theft. People are stealing toilet paper rolls, or what I think because it's China, they're just mad that people are using so much toilet paper and they're going to run out. <laughs> they're like that. So, <laughs> facial recognition software installed in Beijing convenience to crack down on people taking large amounts of toilet paper. One of Beijing's busiest public toilets is fighting the scourge of toilet paper theft through the use of technology, giving out loo roll, uh, loo roll, oh, <laughs> you creative Br- British, British people, uh, oh, bathroom rolls to patrons who use the face scanner. The automated facial recognition dispenser comes as a response to elderly residents removing large amounts of toilet paper for uh, use at home. Now those in need of paper must stand in front of a high-definition camera for three seconds after removing hats and glasses before a 60 centimeters ration is released. Those who come too often will be denied. Everyone must wait nine minutes before they can use the machine again. (laughs) So what happens to them if they use too much toilet paper? They're shit out of luck. They get sucked into the toilet. <laughs> they they got to walk out with a poopy butt. <laughs> just, just grabs it from their hand. <laughs> Bye. <clears throat> but seriously, okay, now, now let's talk about this. They are putting a camera in the bathroom stall to look at your face while you're sitting on the crapper. That's illegal. You can't do that. Not in China. Well, okay, yeah, it's China. Weird shit happens over there. Ninja. So it's like, okay, the the elderly residents are using more toilet paper. Well, their stool is probably a little bit loser. Like, come on, China. Let's make this a contest. Like, <laughs> if I use the least amount of toilet paper that anyone has ever used in this country, will you give me something? <laughs> yeah, I will give you a shower. <laughs> <laughs> you know you got the poo on you. You know, I think Cheryl Crow will win that because she, remember when she was like going off about how, you know, cause she's all earth advocacy 
and all that shit. So she was talking about how she only uses two plies of toilet paper per usage. And I was like, that's nasty. She probably never poops. <laughs> She's got to poop. Her and my old massage teacher would get along really well. She, smelled like she was like a super that? hippie. How do you manage that? Like, you can't possibly get all the poo off. It can't be clean. Like, I like those Cottonelle wipe, wet wipes. Like, I love those things. I always have those in my house. Yeah. That way my bunghole is super fresh and clean. My bunghole. Bung Al <laughs> an Alabama car wash. That's what um, that is. Uh, you know, we didn't get into it with toilet paper with my teacher, but we got into it with tampons because I know that she was against using the plastic, uh, you know, the plastic, like, yeah, tampons. Inserts. She would use what I call the hippie version of where there's no plastic one and you just, I don't know, I think you just insert it with your fingers. And in like, there. Yeah. That can't be good. That's going to be hard. Because, you know, once the, so you know what, if you find this disgusting, go fuck yourself. Because uh, <laughs> as soon as it hits moisture, the because that's what the encasing <laughs> is for. You're right, exactly. It blows up. <laughs> so it's blowing up what is midway up your, you know, choo choo shoot. Choo choo shoot. <laughs> your bunghole and your choo choo shoot. <laughs> Or as Jay Fazio would call it. I just left a medical course and I'm like, bunghole in your choo-choo shoe. I'm going to go to school. Holly lives two lives. Well, she just walked out to the set of beefs and butthead. This conversation is literally making her less intelligent. Just Casey just snorted. And seriously, it starts to flare out, so it's like it acts as a stopper, so it's only halfway up there. So now you're walking around feeling this thing. It turns into a giant T, and you're midway up your choo choo shoot. Oh my god, I need a second. So she's probably got part of it hanging out. That's nasty. Exactly. That's what I'm Wrong saying. With you. you can't get it all the way up there. That's what I'm saying. It's Unless like an, like, an umbrella you know, opening in your my vagina. My teacher would have been like, here's a tip of your choo-choo-choo. I would have shit myself. That or she must be like really blown out inside if she can just shove it so up. I, yeah, no kidding. Like what, what is stopping this asked, thing from absorbing asked, any moisture? I was like asking, you know, and for any guys who are listening, I'm sorry if this is TMI, but. Who can, you know, women ask you all had girlfriends for, get over for, it. you know, tampons and when no one else does, you you extend out to the teacher. <laughs> so then you're like, Do you have any tampons? And she's like, Yes. And then I'm like, What the fuck is this thing? So she's like, like, oh, by the string okay. She's like, I have the more natural kind. And I'm like, Oh um, Lord. I already knew she was kinda hippie, but I was like, I don't understand. She's like, Well, you just have to like insert it yourself. I'm like Okay. It's probably made of like sticks and like hair from her <laughs> hairbrush, and <laughs> it's like a stick of sage. <laughs> All I can think about right now is going to the gynecologist and be like, "Okay, so we're gonna go on your choo choo shoot." <laughs> Here we come! <laughs> All aboard! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry oh, no. for all the snorting, but that's legit funny. No, I think it's funny. Kind of cracks me up every time you snort. Oh my god, you so, guys! Oh wait, wait, wait. When did this start? That that they wanted to do this Toilet face paper Nazis recognition. Uh, this started. Well, this article is Monday. It doesn't say when it started, but they they did say there have already been 
uh, reports of software malfunctions, forcing users to wait over a minute in some cases. A difficult situation for those in desperate need <laughs> to have use diarrhea. It's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> the camera. Give me the fine or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the paper towel. The camera and I'll its pay software. For that person's fine. <laughs> Seriously, whatever crime they committed, I'll pay the ticket. Like, I gotta go. <laughs> the camera and its software have also raised privacy concerns. Well, duh, with some users on social media uneasy about. A record of their bathroom use, you because you know there's a record of You're your no, bathroom. You know it's going to be hacked. Well, yeah, it, it's being recorded. <coughs> Every it's a facial recognition software. So these faces, you know, foreground <laughs> booty on the toilet are all going to be on social Can media. You imagine like, the straining. Look faces. at this guy. He took three plies of toilet paper. <laughs> I see that you had some fiber today. <laughs> <laughs> what do that dude's diet like? <laughs> You know, I'd say that's absolutely ridiculous, but didn't China, like, have a rule that you couldn't have a daughter for, like, ever? Uh, I know. Wasn't or was that a rumor? I could have swore, like, you wanted, like... You could only have one child. Oh. Well, what do you do if you get pregnant? You gotta, like, abort or... Yeah. <laughs> I dang is right. I'm so glad I live in America. Amen to that. Sort of. Right now. Oh, okay. in some cases, the machines broke down completely, forcing bathroom staff to oh, manually no. distribute the toilet paper. <laughs> How weird! And, would... and hopefully, remember the faces of each person. How weird would you feel if your shit just broke the computer? <laughs> I'd be proud of myself. Well, how big are those stalls? Like, do you have to walk forward to get to the door to, like, get your toilet paper? Like, are you leaking piss all over the floor then? Well, knowing China, it's probably the size of a shoebox. Oh, well, that's, I guess. Do you get to watch commercials while your face is being recognized? Right. (laughs) While it's buffering, it's like like playing an ad. (laughs) An ad for tampons, for natural tampons. It's like rivers flowing, (laughs) so you can go pee better or something. There's a choo-choo train going by. (laughs) Actually, I think they should have that river flowing <laughs> so you can pee easier. Someone's going to, you know, steal my idea now and go make that. <laughs> oh, darn it. No, it's okay. Just say trademark, then it's yours. I'm kidding. That's not. You know, let's hook up guy, woman. I'm assuming it's a guy because, you know, the way that country is. But <laughs> that made this device. We'll team up. You can use my river idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you. I'll allow it. <laughs> That's about half of the company worth, right? Yeah. That's creepy. I would not be okay with, like, something scanning me while I'm peeing. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to go after that. Like, some people have, yeah, like, legit stage fright when they go to the bathroom anyway. Yeah. And that's even worse. Yeah. No. Oh, when people come in and you, like, when they think you, 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 I can't talk. When you think that they hear you. Yeah, or, 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 yeah, when, yeah, yeah, pretty much. If somebody comes in or. No matter what you're doing in there. <laughs> right. So I think if you had a camera on you, how much pressure would you feel? Like a lot. Yeah. All of a sudden when someone enters and it's super quiet and you're like, even if you're just peeing and you're like. Oh, waiting no. for a noise just to like have relief. Like, I can't. I, I can't. don't want anyone to know. <laughs> Every, and then you're, in your mind, you're like, everybody pees. <laughs> Can I tell you an off-topic story that's really hilarious? <laughs> yes. It, it's two seconds. It reminded me of it. When we were in Toronto, there was actually, at the same time, a real estate convention going on. And I was all dressed up, you know, on my, my black dress and, you know, my necklace. And I had a briefcase 
on that it takes cons. I'm going down the escalator. And now I've been whispering all morning to save my voice because it was going out. So I was whispering to everyone around me, you know, that understood that I'm trying to serve my voice. Hmm. Woman yells out to me. She goes, excuse me, are you, because she was trying to find the convention, are you a part of the real estate convention? And I looked at her from up to down the escalator and I go, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, oh, like she was taken aback. Like, I go, you know what? Secret service. I know. How, I didn't even think about until later that what was probably like, why the hell? What the why hell just happened? Like, no, don't tell anyone I'm here. It's <laughs> a dream. There is no convention. It's like the men in black. You got the little thing to clear her memory. Hey, no, this never happened. <laughs> I'm going down the escalator. She's staring at me like, what? Anyway. So, yeah, poop. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> Jeez. Well, you know, I mean, uh, don't go nuts with the toilet paper, folks. Like, I get that, but. Wait, you can hear. It's not in China. Right. <laughs> right. Like, don't, like, don't fuck with just, the <laughs> just be a smart ass, smart ass and take <clears throat> the whole roll and just wipe your ass with the whole roll. <laughs> <laughs> If I was drunk, I would actually do that if I was in China. You don't even break like, the, the, the <laughs> beginning seal. You just... Right. <laughs> just pee on the roll and stick it back up there. I can't poop in public. <laughs> Not a public. I'm a private pooper. Oh, really? Yeah. So y'all head to Walmart and Meyer for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> a lot of people do. Everyone heads to a local Walmart? I know some people like that poop at McDonald's. Oh yeah, McDonald's is like poop central. Yeah, it's like the place <laughs> to poop if you're out in public. I guess it's a very happy gonna... place. You can poop there. You can get an egg muffin. <laughs> probably just poop at Starbucks because pee covered balls. Isn't Starbucks like only a one person bathroom? I think so. And if you're paying that much for a latte, you better let me show here. <laughs> you better have <laughs> super privacy. Yeah, no kidding. You better be playing Yanni. <laughs> And, and have that video of a waterfall, like Holly said. <laughs> yeah. For real, though. Okay. <clears throat> so, according to popular science, some corpses may mysteriously heat up after death. A strange case study from the Czech Republic. Um, One morning in a hospital in the Czech Republic, a 69-year-old man died of heart disease. An hour later, as nurses were preparing to move his body down to the lab for autopsy, they noticed his skin was unusually warm. After calling the doctor to make sure that he was really dead, he was, uh, they took his temperature. At 1.5 hours after his death, the body was 104 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. After five degrees hotter than he was before he died, even though the hospital gown was kept at 68 degrees. Fearing the body might spontaneously combust, the doctor and nurses took pains to cool it with ice packs and eventually, and eventually it got as chilly as one would expect of a corpse. Um, and in fact, it has nothing to do with spontaneous combustion. Postmortem hypothermia is a well-documented phenomenon, but it's not well understood. Uh, Victor Whedon, a forensic pathologist at George Washington University. Although it's mentioned in forensic science textbooks, it's not necessarily known uh, by a lot of people. In living cells, in, li- in living bodies, cells generate heat as they break down food, you know, so on and so forth. After death, with no food or no oxygen to digest cells with, uh, cells generally stop producing heat and the body cools down 
uh, to a predictable rate. Investigators commonly use body temperature to estimate how long it's been since the person died after a murder, blah, 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 blah. Unfortunately, the relationship between body temperature and time may not always be straightforward. Um, if postmortem heating does exist, there's a chance it could mess up forensic investigations. That's the problem. So, um, that's what I was thinking. And this is the reason for a, a lot of uh, unsolved uh, mysteries as well. Factors that may make body heat more susceptible to postmortem heating are uh, wide-ranging as intoxication, brain trauma, asphyxiation, cancer, drug use, infection, heart attack, and excited delirium. So basically, anything that you could have died of could, hey, well, maybe the body would heat up and spontaneously combust after that. So th- the fact that they have no idea... <laughs> could play a very scary part in forensics not being solved. But why are they heating up? Did it say in the article, and if it did, sorry, I didn't hear it, but did it say what had started this theory? Was there a case where this actually, they believe that this happened? Uh, Oh, in the original? uh, Originally? Mm -hmm. um, uh, Yes. Uh, In 1839, physician John Davy documented some unusually high body temperatures in the bodies of British soldiers who had died in Malta. Some corpses as hot as 113 degrees Fahrenheit, although Davy speculated the warm climate may have played a role. Nevertheless, postmortem heating has been documented by numerous other physicians and forensic scientists. Uh, However, Peter Noble, a microbiologist from Alabama State University who studies how microbiomes, excuse me, and gene expression change after death thinks the studies on postmortem heating haven't been rigorous enough, and really they haven't. He noted that they failed to mention the accuracy of the thermometers where the thermometers were taken, um, the ambient temperature in the room, and whether or not the corpses were clothed. Well, heat would take, uh, I feel like, a lot of play into this, but um, the body cools down after death. Right. So I don't know how much heat would be able to. I mean, unless you're in the desert and you're under the sun and it's beating hot, you know? Right. That's that's pretty much what they're trying to say is that, like, you know, why, why, why did this happen? Speculation. If I were to speculate, not being a scientist, I always think back to why do we have fevers? We have fevers because the body's trying to fight a virus. So either that person in death did have some form of bacterial viral infection that was unknown or just starting or it was trying to fight the fact that it's dead like okay these organs aren't functioning there's a virus and antibodies are kind of like let's go for it you know as a last resort to try to revive the body when that's just natural and it's going to be unsuccessful i guess it depends on the way that you died right because if the brain is not there it's not sending out signals to, you know, have the... That's a thing, too. To have the body work like that. <clears throat> right. Even, or the brain is still partially alive. Because your hair and fingernails keep growing after your death. There's still some sort of activity. I don't know. I Yeah, I have no idea. But if... Yeah, because if, if... Typically, if you're dead, your brain dead as well. Mm-hmm. Anything, Jess? I don't know because your brain sends out signals, like you said, Ted. It's your communication <laughs> device in your body to make everything function and work. So 
it wouldn't tell your body like, hey, fight off this virus or fight off, you know, being dead just because of the fact that if you're dead, then your brain dead. There's no blood pumping to your brain, so it can't function. No blood, oxygen, whatever. So that, I just feel like that can't be accurate. Like bodies heating up after you die because it's natural that they would cool off. There's nothing going on in there anymore. And you would figure that if there was stuff going on, like, wouldn't they be monitoring it? Like, oh my God, this is some amazing scientific thing that's happening because it's doing the opposite of what everyone else does when they die. So why wouldn't they be? Well, I mean, I, I mean, this did happen. Like they reached 104 degrees and they put up the ice packs on to like cool it down. And maybe, but, but you're right. Even in when they get it back to stabilization, it's like, okay, well, hello, why did this happen? Like we need to figure this out right now. Well, yeah, I'd want to know like right away. I'd be like, ooh, is this anything working? Like literally anything? Why right. would this body be heating up? Are you? Let's hello. Do blood work and figure <laughs> this the, out. Go to the ear. Hey, hey, hey. Are you are you dead or not? Because uh, <laughs> I got the shovel. I'm ready to go. Stand next to him. I have a limited right. I, in there. I'm definitely not a doctor, but I'm. I have a limited knowledge on you know medical stuff, especially for humans. But uh, I know that after death, that you can have muscle spasms and, and other such things that would make you seem like you're still alive, even though you're not alive. Um, but those only last so long. And I don't know as far as you know, communication with the brain and um, like we were talking about, but how that works and if that would work still without the brain, you know, fully being there, obviously you're dead. So your brain's not <laughs> sending signals. Well, and if any of the function was, would still work like that without that direct communication, right. if they would still run their course for a little bit after. Obviously, the heart is not going to be there anymore, pumping blood and oxygen to, like, yeah. every other organ and everything. I mean, I'm sure you have oxygen in your blood for a while, a little while after. Um, but, I, yeah, you're not taking breaths. I think perhaps that some brains die slower than others. Um, I don't know. I really don't know much about the human body as I mean, far as that you're so in depth yeah but speculation i mean my good you know my guess is as good as any i guess to me it is <laughs> it's better because i love you <laughs> you got me those balloons i know it yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, case closed oh well, good night everybody <laughs> um yeah, i don't get it <clears throat> Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, could you imagine if it did spontaneously combust? All I keep thinking about is people blowing up, like a little. I know, like scanners. <laughs> like, can, can someone get that hot to where like they spontaneously combust and just explode everywhere? Mm, I don't think so, but who knows? Maybe. Like, why were they trying so hard to cool him down? He was dead. Who cares if he has temperature? Why would that would make imagine. it blow up though? Or him? Why would it make him blow up? Not it. Humans spontaneously combusting. Very confused by this. And oh wow, this is a commonly searched Google thing. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Google is a strange. Place. All right, we're so you put like human and then C, and it just popped up. <clears throat> yep. 
In the typical case, well, excuse me, in the in the typical case where spontaneous human combustion is suspected, a body is found that appears to have been burned from inside out. Oh, there we go. And while there is tremendous burn damage to the person's torso, her extremities, hands, feet, and limbs, as well as her surroundings, um, are not touched by fire. So, uh, in rare cases, the internal organs of a victim remain untouched while the outside of the body is charged. Uh, charred. Not all spontaneous humans, human combustion victims simply burst into flames. Some develop strange burns on their body, and they have no obvious source. Um, how, hey, how spontaneous human combustion works. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, Class is in fashion. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Choo-choo trains. <laughs> Choo-choo. People be blowing up. Biatch. Not just us. Um, into, okay, let's read about this. Science, how stuff works. Uh, how spontaneous human combustion works. In December 1966, the body of 92-year-old Dr. J. Irving Bentley was was discovered in his Pennsylvania home by a meter reader. Actually, the only part of his body was his leg and uh, a slippered foot. The rest of his body had been burned to ashes. A hole in the bathroom floor was the only evidence of uh, evidence of the fire that had killed him. The rest of the house remained perfectly intact. How could a man catch fire with no apparent source of a spark or flame and then burn so completely without igniting anything around him? Uh, Dr. Bentley's case and several hundreds others like it have been labeled as spontaneous human combustion. Although he and other victims of the phenomenon burst burned almost completely, their surroundings and sometimes their clothes remain virtually untouched. Um, can humans uh, do this? A lot of people think spontaneous human combustion is a real occurrence, but most scientists aren't convinced. So here we go. <clears throat> spontaneous human combustion occurs when an object, in the case of uh, a human, bursts into flames from a chemical reaction within, apparently without being ignited by external heat or source. The first known account of spontaneous combustion came from Danish anatomist uh, Thomas Bartholin in 1663, who described how a woman in Paris went up in ashes and smoke while she was sleeping. The straw mattress on which she slept um, was unmarred by the fire. Um, I'm trying to get to the, to the point. Um, yeah, they just catch fire from the inside out. The everything, their organs and everything just get so hot. It's weird. Does, did it say how hot it is to get? <clears throat> well, uh, la, 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 la. Burning down the <laughs> Oh, the theory is to combust a human body needs two things. Intensely high heat and a flammable substance. Under normal circumstances, our bodies contain neither. But some scientists over the last several centuries have speculated on a few possible ex explanations for the occurrence. In the 1800s, Charles Dickens ignited great interest in spontaneous human combustion by using it to kill off a character in his novel Bleak House. The character named a crook uh, was an alcoholic following the belief at the time that spontaneous human combustion was caused by excessive amounts of alcohol in the body. Uh, today, though, there are several theories. One of the most popular uh, purposes that uh, fire sparked when methane gas um, builds up in the intestines and then is ignited by enzymes 
uh, proteins in the body that act as catalysts to induce and speed up chemical reactions. Yet most victims of spontaneous combustion suffer greater damage to the outside of their body than to their internal organs, which seem to go against uh, his theory. Other theories speculate that the fire begins as a result of a buildup of static electricity inside the body from an external geomagnetic force exerted on the body. A self-proclaimed expert on spontaneous human combustion. A self-proclaimed expert on spontaneous human combustion. I had to read that again. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an expert on people blowing up. Uh, Larry Arnold has suggested that the phenomenon is the work of a new subatomic particle called the pyroton, which he says interacts with cells to create a mini explosion. But no evidence proves the existence of this particle. As of March 2005, no one has offered scientific proof of explaining spontaneous human combustions. If if humans can't spontaneously combust, then what is the explanation for the stories and the pictures of uh, these people who have been burned? A uh, possible explanation is the wick effect, which proposes the body when lit by when lit by a cigarette smoldering ember or a heat source acts as an inside-out candle. A candle is composed of a wick. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so basically there's a million and one theories but no none of them are right <laughs> but I, you know I do kind of buy the whole thing about um, there's certain enzymes within the body that react with a chemical that, like, let's say they're used to carry like a prescription medicine and speed up and, and kind of deliver it so if the human body originally had or or it caught some sort of chemical, either inhaled it, whatever, because who knows, it could have been a cleaning thing within um, that building that it just it went in through the sinuses, cavities of the dead person. And then the enzymes that are used to carry things like prescription drugs, chemicals, anything to speed it up, could have heated up the body, could have almost sparked a fire within them. Speculation. <laughs> Casey just gives me this huge eyed look. It's chemistry, so anything's possible. <laughs> right. Uh, never say never. That's so weird. People just blow it up. Never just blew up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think it was that power out home. <laughs> that new subatom- subatomic particle. So I like shouldn't go to sleep like if. You know, it's dry outside and I'm staticky and I drink lax, I might explode. <laughs> oh my god. Uh stay away from the vent. Oh my god. Well, I'm curious. At least if you're drunk you won't feel it. <laughs> I mean I'll be hopefully I'll be dead already. You oh. know, your last few. This yeah. was that time I hugged a space heater when I was drunk and I woke up with third degree burns. Ow. Yes, yeah, I didn't even know so what I almost spontaneously combusted Where at? that night. My parents' house. No, I mean, up. what part of your body? Oh, it was on my. I have a um a real small scar on my left breast now. Your boobs are just battle wound. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the heater won. Of all These places, boobs just your are boobs. on fire. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I know. I was trying yeah, to think of this. Yeah, boobs. Yeah, boobs are on fire. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I need to regain some use of my voice. Can we take a break? Yes. 
Let's take a break. And when we come back. Well, who knows? I might blow up over break. <laughs> See you in a few. Get it. You know, when people replay this later, the music's not going to be there. They'll be like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we were listening to Depeche Mode. Like you do. Like you do. Like you do. Holly and I are going to the concert. Yeah. Holly, I still owe you some money. No, you're fine. But that's like your Christmas. Oh my gosh, yes. We're going to have so much fun. <laughs> I was telling Casey that, so I had these pre-sale pass. And what happened was you are like given a certain spot in line and then they tell you what time you can log in on your computer and then you can buy tickets. Mm-hmm. Well, they give you a code and you can only use the code one time. It says you can only put it in one time. And um, after that, you'll be not denied access. So <laughs> I put this code in and I'm at, and keep in mind, I'm at my internship because this is what time I, you know, I would regularly be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have to sneak in the bathroom. And do this on my little tiny phone and I'm freaking out because I'm like trying to get good tickets. And then up pops these, are you a robot? Oh, yeah, here's, captures. Here's, you know, where you have to put in. It wants you to put in how many squares are in this in this picture. It has, But it has three different things. Right. Spot which ones have rivers in the pictures. Right, or trees. Do this. Or and it was like jumping through hoops. Hoop, hoop, hoop. And then the last one, I failed it for some reason because it was hard for me to see on my phone because the screen was so small. Right. And it was like, access denied. Uh, saying that I was a robot or something. Yeah, you're, you're So it kicked me out of the website. <laughs> and then I tried to lock it back in with the code and it says I was just denied access. And I started freaking out and I was like hyperventilating in the bathroom. Right. Sweating. <laughs> and I'm like, I just lost my chance <laughs> at getting tickets. And now I just blew it. Because your, your, whole, your whole life was like leading up to this day. <laughs> like you were messaging me like five know, minutes and counting. I was counting. a little <laughs> like, No, I understand Casey. that, dude. I understand. I'm just super psyched. I was rooting for you. <laughs> and I was very excited that they had this contest. And I, you know, got higher up there where I was one of the first people who got uh, access to tickets. And so I'm like, we're going to get some great seats. And then when this happened, I'm like, no. Oh my god! It was the white one. Watch it! I put the code in, and now I'm denied because it thinks I'm a robot. And then I thought all these things in my head, like, should I call the company? No, because a million people are probably calling, like, having some similar issues. And then after trying, I tried a couple more times, and finally let me in. I'm like, oh my god, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like in the bathroom here, trying to like for them not to know that I'm on my phone during this internship. Having doing a this all attack. and then i'm like i gotta run out there to grab my credit card now could you, imagine you only it, got 30 seconds could you imagine trying to explain this if you were like they were like what are you doing depression mode, <laughs> depression mode no, time. <laughs> no time to talk depression mode <laughs> i can't shake this disease but the cool thing is about my internship right now that i just started today is the doctor was talking about how she loves to go to concerts and she's been to like almost every single concert um and i said something about how I got tickets to Depeche Mode. And she's like, oh, I've seen them three times. Oh, really? And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Are you going to go this year? And she's like, no, I mean, I already saw them three times. I'm not going to go this year. But I was like, oh, that's awesome that you're into them. Too. Did she uh, Did she say how they were? Uh, she liked them, yeah. She was talking about all different kinds of bands. I wonder who's going to open. I don't know. It's still not announced. If it was mm-hmm. David Byrne, I'd shit my pants. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? 
Oh my God, Holly. I think we'd be crying. We'd be crying. We would be crying. <laughs> we could die. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously. I'm with my best friend. I'm this amazing concert. Goodbye, world. <laughs> exactly. It will never get better than this day. Good night. <laughs> um, I was so excited about that. But yeah. Now oh. tickets have doubled in price, and they're all, it looks like they're almost sold out. So yeah, booyah, boy. Yeah, on that. <laughs> I, I'm excited. You know, I mean, this. Okay, before we jump into the next article, does anybody else feel this way? These last two weeks have felt really long and like really long bummers. This beginning of the year has felt like a disaster. Really, I feel like just issues after issues and then there'll be high points where it's like i can see the light of day and it's like what the hell 2018 is my year for sure <laughs> we'll do it again next year maybe it's just weeding out all the bad stuff and then all the tragedies and then you get to another year and you're like resolved all the past issues i don't know i try to, stay, to stay positive shake off 2016 i haven't liked 2017 so far but i get this feeling that it i guess i'm at this point where i feel like very, 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 very soon, things are going to start going the right way. It's just a feeling. Me too. I see. You know I feel the saying? same. I like. I keep holding on to hope that this is the year, man. This is our year, despite any, you know, yeah. bad weeks or whatever. Like it's coming. It's coming. I, I feel like we have to make it at least halfway through the year, and then after that, we'll be given like, and down now on the roller coaster. Like all we've, we've right dealt this with is all like, this uphill battle, and now we're gonna. Yep. Right. Because I was thinking 2017 was going to be a year where where we conquer. Right. Yeah, that's how I feel too. I still feel that way. I just think it got off to like a rough start. Right. Well, you know, with president. Three months in. So (laughs) nothing, nothing worth having ever came easy, I guess. That, yeah, I, I definitely stand by that for sure. I was just wondering. So you're not alone. There was an article. Oh, <laughs> MJ, come back to us. Um, so there was an article that I was going to read. Um, but it, it's the same old shit, different day with North Korea, um, uh, threatening to uh destroy the United States and turn us all into ashes. Because every day it seems like they're launching a new test missile. But there was, and this is a part of um the Sun, um, that UK. But there was an article within the article that referenced one from November. And I would like to read this because I really feel terrible for Japan. Um, you know, Japan is excellent. You know, they're, they're great people and, and they love Americans. And, you know, I mean, their, their culture is just great and just generally good. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they wouldn't want to, war with anyone but they are ready for war japan prepares for nuclear war with north korea by warning citizens to shelter in underground shopping malls in the event of a kim jong-un bomb attack so these people are living in absolute fear japanese people are bracing themselves for a nuclear attack along with chilling uh, advice on what to do if kim jong-un presses the red button for the first time since north korea began a series of nuke tests people in japan are being uh issued with terrifying instruction on how to deal with nuclear war. A downloadable pamphlet is now available on the island's 
Nation's Silver Defense website, calling Protecting Ourselves Against Armed Attacks and Terrorism. It outlines emergency measures in the event that North Korea uh, missiles are fired at the country. Uh, I'm going to read the pamphlet to you and what the instructions are, because they're in English in, in this version. Uh, when you are indoors, shut all doors and windows, turn off the gas, water, ventilator, sit down away from the doors, walls, and windows. When you are outdoors, go indoors to a place such as a robust building or underground shopping arcade nearby. People driving a car, please stop the car and leave it off road as much as possible. If you have to evacuate and leave the car on the side of the road, please park the car uh, unlocked on the left side of the road so that it will not obstruct the passage of emergency vehicles. Calm down and collect information. Try to gather information by listening to warnings and the other information reported by the TV, radio, etc. Uh, two points to keep in mind. In case of nuclear explosion, don't look at the flash or fireball resulting from a nuclear explosion as you might lose your eyesight. Uh, hide behind a shielding object at once. If there are buildings, take refuge in one of them. Underground facilities and concrete buildings are safer. Reduce exposure to your body parts by pulling a jacket over your head. Um, when doing so, avoid leeward directions. Um, close windows, seal them up, and then move to a room with no windows. If the house has an underground facility, move to the basement. Once you are indoors, take off all your clothes and remove contamination from your body and put the clothes in a plastic bag or container. Um, this is just really sad because, uh, you know, I what made me want to read this was I actually saw uh, in the article before it, um, children in a drill at schools, you know, in the event that Kim Jong pushes the red button, now they have mm-hmm. drills for this. This motherfucker. I don't understand why the CIA hasn't taken this guy out. That's what I was just thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, there are so many skilled snipers out there. Why haven't they gotten him yet? He is the worst human being literally on the planet. Absolutely. And I just... In North Korea, I know their military is top notch, but are, are they really that impenetrable? That nobody's that impenetrable. There has to be a reason Nobody. he's still alive. There has to be a reason. Yeah, because honestly, like any other country, Russia could have sent someone over there to snipe them out. We could have sent someone over there to snipe them out. So many other people. There's lots of snipers. I'm just saying, like somebody just needs to put a bullet in that little empty head of his Take and just the end whole it. family yeah definitely like the whole bloodline is just toxic and it's just gonna be one dictator after another being elected up next thing you know like there'll be like if you take him out then his like 10 year old kid or distant cousin will become the next dictator i feel like he's doing this as a power trip to have control more control over the people I think so, too, because he's threatened this for for years now, this whole missile testing. And it's all, I don't know if it's scare tactics or what, because why in the world would you want to declare nuclear war in all these countries? Why? I, I, for what? I mean, they haven't attacked you, obviously. Um, you might rely on some of them for roundabout economical reasons. I don't know. And I was listening to a woman or a young woman the other day talk about how she escaped North Korea. I saw that video. I cried. That's disgusting. Yeah. What they're going through over there. They're living how in hell. How did she escape? They had to walk um, miles and miles and miles to uh, um, I think, you know, through desert lands 
and they were armed with knives because they were prepared to kill themselves if they were caught. Because killing yourself would have been a lot better than going back to North Korea. Right. Because they'll just torture you to death. Oh, yeah. Make an example out of you Mm -hmm. to instill fear in others not to run away. Yeah, she said that her, you know, I mean, and the men over there just take what they want. You know, her mother was raped uh, in front of her to save her daughter from being raped. This is insane. I just, I I don't know. I feel like even if we dropped a bomb in North Korea and all those people died in the process, it would still be better than the life that they're living now. Well, I mean, he starves those people, doesn't he? Yeah, he starves And them. he mm-hmm. feeds his army. He literally just tortures and lets everybody in his country live in poverty while he lives well. And it's disgusting. He's the worst human on the planet. Like, if I wasn't blind, I would want to become a sniper so I could just go take him out. He's a piece of garbage. Human garbage. He's got to go on that. And poor Japanese people. To be scared of this stupid piece of shit. That is crazy. Now we have pamphlets for it. <clears throat> and drills for kids. That, that That's become a part of their life. I remember growing up, you know, scared that Kim Jong-un was going to uh, press the button. It's crazy. Well, doesn't he have nuclear weapons, but he has no way of getting said nuclear weapons anywhere. You know, that I'm That's not sure. That's what I was, because I had asked about that a while ago and kind of looked it up and I thought, because anybody who has nuclear weapons, like we go and take their stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because we're like, oh. Weapons of mass destruction. Right, exactly. You can't have that power. So. How come we can't penetrate North Korea and just take it then? I don't see why not. We did in Iraq. Yeah, but they didn't have any. They, they, don't, have, they don't have much of a military. They just got a oh, yeah. crazy jihads that can't shoot. That's true. And they're poor. You would think that the military would want to turn on him, though, seeing as their family members and everything. They're probably scared. No, yeah, that's understandable. But I mean, all dictators end up falling, so his day's coming. I hope sooner than later. I feel like it brought down the conversation, but I felt like I just felt so bad for the Japanese people when I read that. Oh, no. I mean, I feel bad for bringing down the mood in here. (laughs) No, it's awful. We can be serious, too. (laughs) (laughs) We go from poop to talking about the terrorizing of uh, Japanese people. Kim Jong-un. Oh, yeah. I know, that's not (laughs) Big time. Great context, but I need to go meet a sniper so I can, like, send them over there. They're like, hey, your next next boyfriend. That's a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't I have a dating site where I can meet a sniper? (laughs) (laughs) Snipers.com. Snipers, I love them. I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to type this in. Why can't we? Kill? I thought you were going to type in snipers. <laughs> Does it exist? <laughs> There's like a dating site for everything. You can probably, now. Well, you can probably date a military guy and look up. <laughs> I, is there a sniper filter? I don't know. I specifically need a sniper so we can take out. Not looking Kim for anything Un. else besides a sniper. Well, his. Okay. Kim Jong Un's uh, half brother was just killed. 
Oh, good. Getting close. Well, they said it's a terrifying <laughs> sign. Uh, the New York Post, the att- <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> the assassination of Kim Jong-un's half-brother is another sign of North Korea's ruthless leader has grown increasingly desperate and the killing could have disastrous destabilizing consequences. Um, Kim Jong-nam, the elder exiled son of the late North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un II, was poisoned by two female assassins at the Ooh. Malaysian airport. Uh, Monday and all indications that uh, oh Kim Jong Un killed him. Oh, <laughs> oh. dang yeah, it! Right. Yeah, female assassins. All right, if there's any snipers listening out there, can you just <laughs> take care of that guy? Seriously, how do I become a female assassin? Yeah. I don't know. I, I want to learn though. Mm-hmm. I want to be like a badass ninja. Mm-hmm. And like a sniper. I think you have to have like perfect eyesight though. To be a sniper. <laughs> the, one, the one requirement. <laughs> kind of important. You know, aiming and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I'm reading on, um, this is not a very reputable source, uh, Quora.com, where people just kind of like ask more like opinions, just open questions. Somebody asked, should mm-hmm. the U.S. assassinate Kim Jong-un? This was the topic of a recent movie. Should they actually do it? Yes. Someone said, short answer, no, the U.S. should not assassinate Kim Jong-un, especially if that assassination is going to be single, isolated action, where I said, you know, they should take out the whole family. Yeah. Well, if it's going to be just him. North Korea is a very fragile state. Um, As veteran North Korea watcher Victor Cha discusses in the impossible slate or impossible state, it's liable to collapse any time, like you just said. Um, though the timing of any time is anyone's guess. However, just blindly assassinating Kim Jong-un at this very moment will certainly screw things up big time. Why? Number one, it'll create a power vacuum, which might cause things to go boom. Since the 1940s, North Korea has been ruled by the Kim dynasty. That's 70 years that the institutions um, of the state have atrophied around the framework of the dynasty rule. You suddenly kick that framework away and there'll be nothing left to support it. At this moment, there's no clear successor to Kim Jong-un. He has a three-year-old daughter, but good luck getting that toddler to rule North Korea as a puppet. Um, overall, it'll be a shit show. And nobody will like that. China might see refugees pouring across the Yalu River if the border guards there sit back and watch their commanders duke it out over succession. Uh, number two, it'll play into the existing North Korea propaganda. The crazy perception of the U.S. is a meddling imperialist giant that's out to get innocent Korean people. They have been brainwashed and conditioned to think of us that way because that's that is what, true too. They don't have; they can't just go online and Google Google and find any source like we can. That girl said that in that video. Like everything that they see is dictated. They have like one channel or something, and that's just for what when Kim Jong Un. Speaking, yeah. yeah, that's it. So they're completely brainwashed. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Me either. Not until you, that person that uh, open discussion forum mentioned it. Yeah. So he's saying that if you just take out him, then then they'll be lost. The whole yeah. North Korea will all be lost just because they they lost him. Like because he's that family has been ruling for so long yeah that's a diplomatic framework <laughs> yeah it's probably better to be lost than ruled well, over by 
this craziness. Right. That's how that always goes before <clears throat> democracy is instilled in the community. And okay, like in Iraq, right? Saddam Hussein ran it, owned it for how long? Then when he was taken down, I mean, I had friends that were over there that said that they hate us. They hated us while we were over there, completely hated us. Um, and some of them loved us, but some of them hated us because it's tradition and they're trained to hate us. Right. So North Koreans are trained to hate us. They don't know. They don't have any freedom to know anything. So you would have to go in there and explain like, no, we're not the enemy and open them up to this. But I mean, it it would be complete and total hysteria. And then who knows what the army does then because they won't really know who's who's telling them what to do. You right. know what I'm saying? And they've been conditioned this way their whole life. Like uh, Cuba, Fidel Castro, you know, passed away. And you talk to the people of Cuba. And so many people love and respect him right. because they're, they were also very, very limited to what they can see. And they don't know what the rest of the world is like. They just know what Cuba is like. They just know what they know. Right. Right. No, you're very right. So that's a, I guess that is more fragile. I still want him to die, but right. you know. Well, the other two were, <clears throat> for one thing, it's illegal to just like go and assassinate. Right. And then, uh, the last reason the guy's probably a real pain in the ass to kill. <laughs> <laughs> that was, and it's true. It's like impenetrable fortress. <clears throat> but I, I think you called it just when you said that it, this is going, this dynasty will fall. But in the meantime, it's going to be hell. Yeah. Yeah. And that sucks. And it's scary because, you know, and I swear to God, I'm I'm I could be totally wrong on this, but I think the only reason why we haven't gone over there to try to um take nuclear weapons from him is one, because Dollar Army and two I mean, they're not in the UN or anything like that, so right? So they don't work with anybody else. He's just right. doing his own thing. Yeah. And yeah, it would it would start another extremely, extremely, extremely expensive war. Yeah. The whole damn thing's unfortunate. It really is. It's like a lose-lose situation. Yeah. You know, don't kill him. You might bomb Japan. Uh, kill him and the whole entire country crumbles. Which... Honestly, it's the lesser of two evils at the end of the day, if you have to make a decision like that. I know it sounds inhumane and horrible for all the other people there, but... They come you, down to that. Yeah, because you can't just have somebody who's willing to run around and blow everybody up in the world. So, there's always casualties in war. <laughs> I'm looking at Holly. I got really quiet. Right. <laughs> well, uh, in the meantime, you know, I, I I don't know, and it's none of my business what personal religious beliefs any of you out there carry, but you know, somebody say a prayer for North Korea and Japan, and all of us really. 
well wishes, whatever. Because that, because at the end of the day, you know, I think faith is something that's all we have. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, bop, boop, bop, 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 bop. Now, what else we have? Do you guys have any... I was wondering this because I had recently read about haunted paintings. And remember that guy that painted... Like, there was a... Somebody had bought this portrait that this man had painted. And it was just kind of of a face. It's not the crying one, is it? No, the crying boy was one of them. But it was a... It was just red and an impressionistic face, and it looked like all red paint. But it turns out, the guy painted it in his own blood. Wow! And the house that it was in, um, instantly became haunted. I have to look that up. But uh, did he, he die or something? The guy who had originally painted it? Uh, no, not after he had painted it. A painting in blood must have been a really small painting. <laughs> like can't really paint some huge painting. Oh, it, it was a, I mean, it was a decent size. <clears throat> I guess it depends on <clears throat> the amount of time that he took to paint that. Like over how many days or something. Oh, that makes more sense. Do you guys remember growing up in any sort of either in your grandma's house or anything like a figurine, something hanging in the wall that really creeped you out? Um. <clears throat> Nothing like that, but just uh, photos I've taken where there was stuff in the background <coughs> that freaked me out. But more like figures. Like what? Um, There was this one picture that I took when I was dating this guy. Actually, you know, Casey, Adam. Yeah. And we I was still living at home. And um, so we were taking pictures, smiling, and then we were doing like a selfie. And in the background of the photo, when I put it up on the computer... There looks like a, it almost looks like a clown face smiling, but it's very faint and you can make out like a figure, but the face looks very distorted and looks like a smile, like something smiling. Ew. So me and my friend Justin used to share photos of mm-hmm. haunted, like haunted photos. And we'd always go back and forth. You know, I have this photo that, that looks like it has a figure in it. So I sent it to him and he was like, wow, that's really freaky. I wish I had it because it was on my old computer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember anything as far as statue or, um, dolls or anything. I found the painting. Well, that's a freaky looking painting. You know what? My China dolls creeped me out when I was a kid. I don't know why. Maybe just because they're creepy. But yeah, my mom got me like China dolls. So I had a bunch of those because I was pale and little and jet black hair. So she like, <laughs> you were like called me. me. Yeah, she's yeah. like, my little China doll. And I'm like, I'm not Chinese, but. Yeah, everyone yeah. thought I was Chinese, too. Yeah, so. Oh, thanks for zooming in on me. <laughs> <laughs> Casey gave me her phone That's with creepy. this painting that was in blood on it. <laughs> so I wanted to zoom in to see detail on it. So I zoomed in on its mouth because the painting is of, it looks like this man. I don't know. It's, it's, it's called it's, The Anguished Man. And actually, okay. the guy did commit and, suicide shortly after he painted oh, it. Oh, that he did. Well. It's a figure, it a, figure <laughs> a man, and it's got his mouth open, but it looks like he's just 
I don't know. How, what would you describe that? <laughs> Casey's about to bust out laughing, spit this Mountain Dew out of her mouth. It's his old face. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it looks like a mad old face. Like, recipes, dude. I'm sorry. Don't haunt me. Over 25 years ago, a friend of my grandmother gave her an oil Why painting. Why is it always a grandma involved? I can't. This <laughs> <laughs> is always. Grandma stole the Arctic fact. Yeah. Grandma. <laughs> Grandmas have the creepiest shit. Seriously. Grandma, stop buying art. Yeah, stop <laughs> carrying around demons with you. You're thinking. <clears throat> you old bag of demons. <laughs> gave her an oil painting called The Anguished Man. She told my grandmother that the artist used his own blood and mixed in the oils and committed suicide <laughs> shortly after he finished the painting. I have no way confirming if this story is true or not, but my grandmother passed the story down to me when she gave me the painting. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. First of all, <laughs> Grandma goes to buy a painting. She's like, oh, how did you paint this? And he's like, in my blood. She's like, I want it. <laughs> how much? I must have that for my grandson. <laughs> I really liked the painting, but because my wife <laughs> because my wife didn't like it, I kept it in the cellar. After our cellar was flooded during a prolonged period of heavy rain, I moved the contents to the cellar of my parents' garage while the cellar dried out. When I got uh, the painting back, I decided to keep it in our spare bedroom of the third floor of the house. What the hell is wrong with these people? Shortly after getting the painting back, we started to hear strange noises, loud, unexplainable bangs, and an odd scraping noise like someone was scratching their nails on the fabric. When the painting was in the cellar, our dog would not go into the cellar. She would just stand outside growling. Now, uh, when it was upstairs, she refused to go to the top floor, despite the fact that she actually, that she usually used to follow me everywhere. At night, we would often hear crying and sobbing noises. I suppose these noises could have come from outside the house. And it was just the crying uh, could have been a cat outside, but they sounded like they came from within the house. I wasn't duly alarmed at this point and put everything down to natural phenomenon. However, I started to see that the shadowy figure of a man in the house, it was always just in the corner of my eye or brief fleeting glimpses in the dark uh, of a shape. Soon the rest of my family were seeing things too. It has been suggested that because we all knew the history of the painting that we were all imagining these things because I and I suppose that it is possible, but at the time it felt very real. As the weeks went on, the noises got progressively worse. I even heard crying that seemed to be coming from inside our own bedroom. Uh, Again, it has been suggested that this could have been the cat from outside. <laughs> <laughs> a few nights I woke up and suddenly saw cat. a dark figure of a man standing at the foot of the bed. Could I have been dreaming? Again, this is a possibility, but at the same, it felt very real. real. The figure had uh, the appearance of a tall, middle-aged man, but his fe features were unclear. I never actually felt afraid at this point. I was just extremely curious. And I wanted to find out what was happening. Was it just my imagination or something uh, paranormal? We started to notice numerous cold spots around the house, and we would often feel as if we were being watched. Just get rid of the damn painting. Right? <laughs> This story, oh this story like, goes on and on and on. Like between him and his grandma and like his wife, his wife is the only one that has brains. She's like, no, you can't have that painting. <laughs> well, it is a freaky looking painting. I mean, the man looks like he's in, creepy. being tortured almost. And he's got his old face, tortured old face. And <laughs> <laughs> tortured old face. It looks like a demon face. And like he's like, he looks face. like, I mean, you could. 
it's very red and obviously it's blood but the wife um, wakes up crying because she said she rolled over and thought it was him and it wasn't she was staring into a stranger's eyes no get rid of the stupid painting burn that painting he's like but I like to torture my wife so (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 was I was like, was he hot? You wanna be a bitch. It's a healthy marriage. That's what you get. <laughs> oh my god! I moved Payback the painting back into the, the top bedroom and set up a video camera. I recorded probably eight <laughs> hours over three consecutive nights. After the first night, I was, I was convinced I had I had left the bedroom door open, but in the morning it was closed. So I changed the camera angle to record more of the bedroom and focus solely on the painting. After spending several hours looking through all the footage. I found I recorded quite a lot of noises. Most of them sounded like they came from outside. The house were easily explained, but a few sounded different. They sounded like they came from inside the bedroom. There was a strange scraping sound similar to the noise we had heard previously. and something like a loud bang, like something falling. But in the morning, nothing was disturbed. When I checked the footage from the second night, I found that I had recorded the bedroom door suddenly swinging shut, despite there being no drafts in the room. The third night, I closed the door before recording it, hoping it would swing open the night but on this occasion it remained closed i decided to leave the painting in the top bedroom for the time being over the next few weeks um my wife felt someone stroke her hair when she was in the bathroom and one night when i was going to bed i saw a strange fog like mist at the top of the stairs i walked into the middle and it was felt extremely cold um my vision was blurred and i became lightheaded then suddenly vanished then suddenly it vanished as it quickly came to Oh, my God. Okay, while the painting remained upstairs, the whole family experienced feelings of being watched. We also stared. We started to hear the noises at night again. Somehow, the whole house felt different. Um, At one point, I felt like I was being... He was having a nightmare. I was being repeatedly lifted up and slammed back down. I also started dreaming about the painting and kept dreaming about the same man. A tall, middle-aged man, then that can never quite make his out of space. This story goes on forever. Get rid of the painting. What wait, the hell wait, was wait, wrong wait, with this guy? I know what happened. <laughs> Let me fast forward. Did something bad happen? Because it said in the beginning, I didn't feel like it was a threat. So, right. what happened at the end? I mean, he's like stroking his wife's hair, like climbing it in the back like of her. It's slowly, slowly increasing activity and more they're becoming more frightened by it because he's now having dreams where he's being slammed yeah because that's that's violent that's no 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 i have been advised at various times uh to burn the painting or even bury it then i have been told not to burn it because if i burn it then that would be some sort of gateway Oh. And I would just be sealing whatever has come through into our reality, and that could make matters even worse. I have also been told to have it blessed or even exercised. I do know now, however, that I don't want to destroy it. I have asked my family if they know anything about the painting, but nobody knows anything about it. All I have to go on um, is what was passed down. Passed on to me. Hopefully, I will eventually find out the artist's name, and then I will be able to research the validity of his backstory. I've tried to remain objective. And look at the events rationally, but I have no explanation of the things I have experienced. Is that the end? That's the end. Holy cow! So he's wait. Did you take he it out of your house? That. No, he still Why has that. He still has the damn painting. He doesn't. Well, okay. Where was my he keeping it before? Was bad. I said burn it. Oh, so. you know what? I wouldn't have burned it because I did, I like I have seen those weird shows where they're like I didn't know that it'll create like a gateway and then he's like he locked released. into the house. Oh, he gets released. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
How about you just take it somewhere else? Yeah, like in the woods. He said when he had it somewhere else, it wasn't. The woods are not haunted, but near houses. Yeah. First thing you would try is to put it somewhere else outside of your house. Yeah, so it's like an art gallery. Right. Or just give it, donate it. Maybe this whole damn thing was made up. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a 50 50, right? Could be. Could not be. Could be. Well. I'd totally get rid of it, though. Interesting story, and I'm sure many people probably have painted with their own blood. Yeah. Question is, did you ever buy a blood painting? Nope. No. <laughs> Not after that story. <laughs> right? I just went in general. It'll creep me out. All right, this painting here yeah. eats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll lick it. Golly. Um, I don't even know the answer to that story. <laughs> it's stupid. I think the whole damn thing is made up. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. How could you be that damn stupid? <laughs> Grandma. Well, you know what? It could have been the cat crying in my room. Is Grandma still alive on the second floor? Or on the second floor? Is his Grandma still alive? Uh, I'd be like, Grandma, I got a gift for you. (laughs) Here's her painting back. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, you always love this painting. Old bag of demons. Right. (laughs) Guess uh, guess he wasn't the favorite grandkid, huh? Enjoy this. It was really Grandma who painted it. And then I was singing. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I like how your laugh became evil. <laughs> I know. And then it was grandma the whole time. Who had the last laugh? <laughs> it wasn't a dude. It was a You've totally man. been punked. <laughs> I'm stroking your wife's hair. I'm looking She's at staring at my eyes. eyes. <laughs> I'm crying outside your window. I'm the cat outside the window. <laughs> I'm the mist at the top of the stairs. Oh, I'm the gosh. shadowy figure over your bed. I'm the one who's choke slamming you. Dude, after what the hell? Always oh, every time we leave the show, we always end it on a little scariest. Oh, I know, and I'm right? Like, That's what I'm driving right long now ways too. back. <laughs> She's gonna go through haze and be like, ah, no, grandma. It's not a spider. I think this <laughs> entire story has been made up. I think there's no such painting. I think this is a bunch of bullshit. I'm gonna think that because I want to go to sleep tonight. I don't know what's the thing. I don't like stories where people wake up and stuff is at the foot of their bed. How are you going to have nightmares tonight? Lights on tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching the best happy movie that there is. (laughs) I sleep with the sheets over my head now because I've experienced sleep paralysis a couple times. I, when every time I think about that, I always like feel bad for you because when you sell, tell me about how you have those paralyzing moments, and then sometimes you actually feel like something is there in the room with you, and how scary that is. It's You're awful. Brave. I feel for you. That would be terrible. A really funny, wonderful movie before you go to bed tonight. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's people out there who experience it almost every night, and those people, I don't know how you cope. I don't know how you cope. I don't, because doctors cannot help you. Oh, really? There's like no. Because they can't explain it. They can't. There's nothing out there. Therapy, nothing. That's 
sucks. I had a woman in New York who wouldn't buy a copy of Nora, and I understood why. She said nothing about going into people's heads. I can't do it because I suffer from chronic sleep paralysis. I said, oh, I totally understood. She goes, I can't read that. Why? Because how how would that affect her, I guess? Because it would trigger it. It would, it would remind her. It creeps her out, the idea of someone being in your head. Oh. In, you know, uh, or like some, some metaphysical presence. Right. She can't read anything like that. Because I, I told her the premise. She's like, I'm going to pass. I'm going to tell you exactly why. It's not anything to do with your story. It sounds awesome. But I don't know, totally understood. Yeah, I'd get that too, especially since you yourself experienced that. Right. I was going to say, it didn't do that for me, but. Um, Did you tell her that yet? Yeah. Yeah. And all I could say was that I felt for her because she's, she's on some sort of medication, <laughs> but I guess it doesn't even help. Wow. What kind of medication were they prescribed for that? Probably like anti anxiety meds. Because they always chalk it up to stress. Oh, yeah. you stressed. Everything's stress. Mm-hmm. Everything that they don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just stress. Okay. Weirdness. Mm-hmm. Uh, blood pain. Yeah, that story's a bunch of bullshit. I'm calling it out right now. <laughs> never... Have you ever had... Th- you, let's you let's were... think about this. Let's think about this, really. Grandma buys a painting, painted in somebody's blood. Eh, no, it didn't happen. Sorry. No, 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 no. And she gave it to me as a gift. No, this story already sounds like complete bullshit. Grandma could have been in some weird shit. You never know. Hmm. Not all Not grannies are like, like baking. Wouldn't you be like, Grandma, who the hell painted this? That would right. be the and, first and thing you And for the yeah, exactly. And for the guy to be like, Oh, thanks, Grandma. I will thanks, take Grandma. This. I'm not even going to ask who. Maybe exactly he likes painted this stuff. because I don't care whose blood this is. And the wife didn't even protest. Like the wife did not get on your ass. Like get rid of that painting. Oh yeah, see that on our. See, there's no, be, there's no mention of that. Like, the wife was just like, shot. Oh, well, my wife reported all these things. Well, it but, makes him happy. Hey, by the exactly. way, someone stroked my hair in the bathroom. Hey, by the way, just wanted to let you know for your little experiment. Glad I'm your guinea pig. Exactly. Great relationship. I woke up in the middle of the night last night and there was someone laying next to me and it wasn't you. Right. But go ahead and keep the painting. It's okay. See, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. That's why. I'd be, I'd be going batshit. This, this story does not exist. Yeah. This I never happened. Kick him in the painting out if you want to get rid of it. <laughs> Bunch Bye. of crap. Are we? I'd be googling. I'm sure he probably didn't make like twelve paintings of blood, but you know, I'd be googling that. I googled blood painting, and no artist showed up. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I don't know. The guy didn't even put a signature on that painting. Uh no. I didn't see one. I'm not looking at this fucking thing. Huh, he must have really hated that grandma. <laughs> I mean, it's our grandma, but <laughs> I'm not. I yeah, mean, he weird. haunts it, and he gave it to her, and I really doubt there's a, if this was. <laughs> if it, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I forgot where it was. Totally, hey, grandma. <laughs> I told. I was so relaxed. <laughs> 
Jeez. Um, <laughs> I'm so disgusting. That's not a That was just Katie's burp. I, I was, you know what? It would have been worse if you like farted and it was really loud. So <laughs> <laughs> where you can like hear it on the microphone. You get up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that story is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, so what was I going to say? <laughs> oh, so, I mean, how random would it be for him to be painting in blood and then he's like, hmm. Here's this unsuspecting grandma who's going to take my blood painting. And then I'm going to kill myself right after. Well, I think it was like. <clears throat> if it was. A, if this was, you know. Right. say this was a true story. If we did say this was a true story. And who's the guy who sold it? Was it like a pawn shop? Oh, it was not the artist who sold it? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. I thought I, I don't know. There's a lot of holes in this story now that Tons. like. You're breaking it down. This is like a hot item where they were trying to get rid of it because they all knew that it was haunted. And they're like, Grandma, buy this painting. It's on sale. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get this thing out of (laughs) here. What was it? Her her son? Yeah. I like that her name is Grandma. (laughs) Grandma. (laughs) You look like a grandma. I'm going to call you Grandma. Grandmother. Your son will love this painting. It's on sale, too. He will. One of a kind. Painted in blood. (laughs) Nine ninety nine. And that's not nine hundred ninety nine. That's nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Usually a thousand dollars, but you get it for nine. I This story is complete bullshit. He's like, you can have it for free. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> it rushes my nail polish. <laughs> my blood nail polish. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, I got this blood nail polish on sale too. <laughs> At Walmart, where I take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> my side hurts. Oh my god! Uh, you'll never look at red nail polish the same again. Uh, I guess not. <laughs> he was like, "I see your nail color. So you like red." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, full of oh. right up your alley. Oh, you love the oak face. Because you're sick, like that laugh you just let out sounded like an old person. Like, oh. <laughs> 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 I want to do a show and see how many times I can make Casey snort. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I can barely breathe. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that story story sucks. (laughs) No, but that is a complete illogical story. None of that crap happened. You know what? I'm starting, like, because we do the show and we talk about this stuff. 
I'm a little, I find I'm a little too open to paranormal stuff. Like, oh yeah, because I know ghosts exist. I, I know that paranormal things go on, but some of these stories I buy a little too much. And that's where I'm just like, no. <laughs> no. Can't believe no. everything. I know. And I, I was starting to for a minute. It started off good. Like, oh, well, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Blood painting. All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, if you didn't know it was painted blood, I guess. And you got it. But. Since she already knew it was painted in blood, that makes it a little more weird. And the, how did you know the But you know there's a lot of weirdos out there. I mean, sorry, if you have a blood painting right now, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> For you point five people who want a blood painting. <laughs> you're one of the... <laughs> you're one of the point five people in the world that own a blood painting. If you're listening right now. I am sorry for offending you. <laughs> Jeez. But, <laughs> uh, oh, we got a caller. It's them. <laughs> uh, it's My a- family owns a long history of blood paintings. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, mercy, mercy. All right. Well, it is 11 o'clock. And um, until next time, I'm Keith Pierce. I'm Holly Arden. I'm Jessica. Did you I don't know why I did that voice. I don't sound like that. Uh, oh. <laughs> Well, we'll catch you next time on the watch list. Oh.